What were you saying before, though? Um, first off. Artists we know, solo edition today. Yeah. Kyle here. Aiden. All right. Um, I was talking about how, uh, you know, it was just New Year's and started going back to the gym. I did have uh, some injuries that I pretty much took a year off of working out at all. <laughs> I, went, I had to go to physical therapy and things like that. And I finally, you know, I've gained some weight and <laughs> I thought it was time to get back there. But I was saying how I feel so much better in pretty much every area of my life mm-hmm. when I've been working out and trying to eat better and just doing things that, that are trying to better myself. Totally. Yeah. Um, I've noticed like a lot of new faces at the gym when I go, Yeah. you know, I took like some stuff happened and I was going really consistently from, you know, for a few months Yeah. and then, you know, I met someone and then like, I don't know, I, I shouldn't have let it. Yeah. affect stuff but like it did stuff happens know. right yeah. i mean I, I was whatever i mean i think that's a common thing i think everyone who has a fitness goal they might kind of well let me rephrase that i think everyone who um goes to the gym maybe not for a specific goal mm-hmm. but they go just regularly i mean stuff gets in the way mm-hmm I mean, I think there's certain people, I think there's like three classes of people that go to the gym. This is my hot take for the day. <laughs> there's the people who go to the gym just to be seen at the gym. Totally, 100%. There's the people who Me. go to, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's the people who go to the gym because they're trying to better themselves. You know, whether it's a fitness goal or maybe they want to, you know, some kind of physical I don't know, appearance, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, I think there's this um, class of almost like workout junkies. For sure, yeah. That and like, um, that's like almost how they get off. In a way. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah, some people that's their whole personality. Yeah, like, if they're not at the gym, they're at work. Well, they're pretty much they're like at drinking work. protein. Yeah, I, like I don't eating, know. It's like, like their identity. Eating much. dry chicken breast and broccoli. I mean, that's fine. Like, for some people, I hey, if it, it works, <laughs> who am I to judge? Look at me. I just, I just feel. Look like, at me. <laughs> I've just always felt like fitness should be like something that's important in addition to whatever else it is you're doing. I don't like I, everybody should do whatever they want. Like, obviously if you're into fitness and that's your, like all you think about, then of course go for it. But for me, I've always seen it as like, you know, I don't want to base my whole personality around something that, you know, you could, you could be, uh, you know, we'll keep it on topic. You could be a musician Mm -hmm. or an actor or a, painter or a comedian or a photographer you know all you can be all these things and be in shape you know what i mean yeah so it's like you you can <clears throat> i don't know and so it's like if you're only just you know in sh- in shape yeah you know 
I suppose if you're like a personal trainer and like you're, you, just, you just love fitness. But like, I mean, you know, there's just so much more to life. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think a lot of people probably do tie it into their daily life, like in terms of um, kind of what you said, like that shouldn't be your single identity. I think for some people it is. Hopefully for like most people it's not. Yeah, like for me, for example, I'm a drummer. Mm-hmm. I'm a singer. Um, like I said, I've kind of gained some weight. Drummer and lyricist. Uh, I mean, I do write lyrics, but I mean, I, I the current band I'm in, um, I'm more of a backup singer. Go ahead. Yeah, Neil. Yeah, wow. We lost an icon. You're a backup singer. I was just saying that because he also was a drummer and like the main lyricist for Rush. Anyway, you're yeah. both. You do both, and you also have been going to the gym. Yeah, and um, one thing. So one thing that kind of pushed me back towards the gym is, you know, my passion for music. Um, I noticed, you know, as you get more and more out of shape, you get a little more sluggish on the drum kit. Mm-hmm. Maybe can't hold notes as long as mm-hmm. you're, you know, singing. Um, certain things like that, and so I, I've noticed. You know, on top of, you know, practicing drumming more and, you know, other things, eating healthy, um, that 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 was the component that I think I was missing to, like, motivate me again. Drumming's so physical, too. It is very physical. You, uh, it makes sense that you have to be in, like, decent shape. You know, there's a lot of people who are very talented who get away with, I think, not being in great shape. Um, yeah, but there's still like not an element of like yes, they're they're yes. like it, you know in shape to a degree. Yeah, you no, can't, certainly. You can't be a couch potato watching mm. TV and eating McDonald's no. and expect to be like the best drummer in your city. I mean, there's probably people out there that can do that, but I would say that it's better. I'll believe it when you show me one. All right. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think, I think it is very physical. I think playing any instrument is very physical. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think even singing is very physical. I mean, in a different way. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it takes stamina. And, yeah. Breath you know, control. Right. I don't know anything about singing or yeah breath control or none of that. What about painting? Do you find that when you're making your own art that you know, maybe you're really motivated and focused and you have a plan. Do you feel that physical fitness helps um, when you're, let's say, at the easel? Mm. Histor- historically, I, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a direct correlation between the two. I mean, even, like, indirect, I don't. I Honestly, it seems to me, like, if I had to, like, guess... It feels like when I go through periods of like not knowing what to make or not feeling motivated to draw or anything is when I'm super, my mind is like really focused on, you know, going to the gym five days, four or five days a mm-hmm. week, doing cardio, eating healthy, getting enough sleep. And like, I'll just get like super into that. As opposed you know. to the... And I'm still drawing and painting and trying to make music and stuff, but like, that's my number one focus. Okay. You know, and when I was just got done saying it's not a personality, and I'm not saying that I, I make it my personality, but I'm saying like 
I'll just get, I'll just be, you know, riding up uh, some momentum or like a wave where it's like, I'm just really into that. Yeah. And then it also, it feels like, you know, the reverse of that is like, I, the times when I'm making the most art and like feeling, you know, inspired and um, motivated, it's like exercise and all that's on the back burner. And I'm, you know, that makes sense, though. I mean, um, yeah, but I think it's sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say it sounds like yeah, for you it's like it's like a total focus thing. Like you're kind of all or nothing. Yeah. Maybe on one or the other. It gets extreme, and like, but I think that's also definitely problematic. Um. You know. <laughs> uh, it can be problematic. I mean, I think balance is good, and I right. Think, uh, but I. But it's I just think not, I don't like, you know, it's so, and everyone who, everyone's told me, you know, it's like, you got to find a balance and you got to, you know, but it's like, that's so boring, you know, to, I, I've to never, find balance. yeah, I've never lived my life, like, just like, everything's balanced and I'm just doing the same thing for a year straight and I'm content, it's the same thing day in, day out and I have a, the same routine and the same schedule and I think that there's, there can be like a zen to that of like, you know, not, what's up? No, no, oh, no. Uh, I think there can be like a zen to that, you know, of like, you don't have to worry about certain things. Do you because find? Because you, you're like, you know, you're so, and you're so, you already, everything's already planned out but it's just like it it feels like I've I've done that like briefly when I worked a full time job. Yeah. And it's just like, man, that doesn't feel like living. So you almost find peace in the chaos of um uh, chaos is probably the wrong word because <laughs> I don't think it's like chaotic necessarily, mm-hmm. but like you find peace in different I mean, you, you don't like the routine. You don't like the I mean, if you if you fell in a routine, do you think you would be unhappy? No, I think some routine is good, like with exercise maybe, but just, I mean, I feel like I'm contradicting myself a lot too. I don't know. It. it we both may have contradicted r- ourselves well, a few okay, times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but okay, so I'll put it like this, I guess, like routine, like, like going to the gym, we'll say four days a week, Yeah. right, every week. Okay. That is fine. But when it becomes, it's the same day every week, it's the same workout every day of the week, every, the same workout every day each week, you know what I mean? Like, like back and biceps every Monday, chest every, you know, yeah. Wednesday, legs every Friday, jump rope every Saturday. And so, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that is where it's too much for me. But okay. like just the, just going four times a week, that level of routine is good and I, you know that works for me okay but when it's like super like pim- and like i said i think it can be a good thing when it's really pinpointed people you know you don't there's there doesn't leave much room for like error or like wondering like oh well what, what am i going to do or if yeah. you know you're doing the right thing you know you know you're doing well i have to do these exercises so i'll do them on this day I know these exercises are good too. I'll do them on this. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's like you set it all up. You're setting yourself up for success. And I think, yeah, that probably is a really, you know, great way to live for some people. But like, 
it, I don't know. And maybe eventually someday I can train myself to do that. But right now it's just like not looking like. I think it's about finding what's comfortable. So I think if that's not yeah, comfortable but, for yeah. you, don't force yourself right, into but, it. But how, I, don't, is it, I don't think it nece- it's necessarily good to be comfortable in life, though, is it? Well, I mean, maybe not with everything. Once I you get comfortable, that's it. <coughs> but I mean, I think um, the gym, if we're you know, focusing on that here, for a lot of people, it is kind of intimidating. Yeah, I know a lot of people who, you know, get anxious about going to the gym because they're afraid they're going to, you know, do a machine weird or someone's going to stare at them or they're going to mess up or do something. And it's like, you know, everyone has to go to the gym for the first time at some point. I think uh, there's this stereotype that when you do go, it's going to be all these, like, muscle people. There certainly are a lot of very in-shape people, but I think probably, like, half the people there, you know, if you're – if you're an average body or below average body, I think yeah. there's probably half the people there look just like you and are, in, you know, in the same boat as you and feel a similar way and probably are intimidated. I, you know, I and just agree. like going into it, knowing that you're not the only one. It, in so many instances, it, it feels like you're the only one and you're in never. so many different aspects of life. And it's like, that's like rarely the case. Yeah, you're never the you only know? one, and if you, much. Right, and if you know that and if you like apply that knowledge going into new things it's like you know i think your anxiety will go way down i agree but of course it's you know human nature to get anxious about stuff like that yeah so have you been working on any of any art lately not too much or um a little bit yeah i've mostly been focusing on music my old roommate jeff and i have been uh putting our album together you know it's, it's coming along slowly but surely but um I'm excited about that. My friend Justin, who we need to get on. Um, Justin, come on the show. Yeah, Justin, Jay Woods, who come on the show. Um, he he sold me like a, a little Akai keyboard. Okay. It's got like a B pad and stuff. Okay. And I've been using that nonstop. It's helped me tremendously. I just started using Logic with uh, FL Studio. So I'll do like melodies in Logic because okay. I like the instruments. Okay. logic better and then i'll export it as a loop and then i'll send it to fl and then in fl I'll, I'll add like the drums you know the claps kick all that stuff all right um and then i so i like you know it's fun it's really cool using both of them um and the keyboard helps so much with that you know finding good melodies and stuff and um but yeah i've just been focusing on that and i still you know i'll draw at least one thing a day yeah you know, even if it's like for two minutes, but just, you know, enforcing that muscle memory of like, yeah. uh, just the act of drawing, you know, so. Yeah, no, that's good. I think it's good to, well, I think for an artist, I mean, so many people get focused on one thing mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it's good to branch out. Yeah, but also at the same time, I remember one time I was talking to Shane Walsh, come on the show. I was talking to Shane Walsh, come on the show. I was talking to Shane, and I was like, I was like, you know, do you think you can be, uh, how did I word it? It was like, do you think you can be the artist or the painter? You, the best, can you be the best painter you can be if you're also giving your attention 
and energy towards like music and photography and this and that. And he said, you know, you certainly can become a successful painter uh, while also, you know, giving your attention to these other things. But he said, I'd really like to see what would happen if you just focused everything on painting. Mm -hmm. And like that made a lot of sense. And like it really made me think. And I've already known that, you know, when people sacrifice every everything else for one thing, it's like good, you know, really amazing and incredible things can come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's like a um, almost like a it's like parallel, or I can't think of the word, but um, like with marriage, you know, it's like yeah, all these other people might be interested in you or this and that but like when you just settle down and like with one person you build and you keep making that trust stronger and and you keep making the you know loyalty and 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 comfortability and like feeling safe and all that and it just keeps building up more and more and more you know it's like eventually you're with someone who you know it what can that become yeah, you know, like yeah. The, the best, the best love or feeling you can have in the whole world, maybe until you have a kid, and I'm sure that shifts over to, you know, yeah. I don't think you can, you know, this is coming from somebody with no kids, so who, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, same here. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking out of my ass, but like, yeah, you, you probably can't have like a, you know, more like intense love than you do with your children. It's like that's like a part of you. Yeah, you know, everyone else is just someone who you meet besides your immediate family. But even then, it's like they lived a whole life without you, and then you came along. Yeah, you know, and yeah. so it's like you don't know a life without them, but your parents know a life without you. But when you have a kid, it's like they only know life with you, and you know that that relationship has the potential to be like the strongest bond the strongest and purest bond like at, of all time for yeah. in your life you know if you if you don't damage it or ruin it with your kid it's like that that can be amazing but i still don't think i want kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah so like uh, you know to get back to what we were talking about yeah if you you know dedicate everything and sacrifice everything else for this one thing and you put all your focus and energy and attention into that you know I think that's what happens when you watch like you know Michael Jordan play basketball or yeah. Mike, Mike Tyson fight you know it's like these people are like 100% dedicated to this one thing mm-hmm. and yeah like Jordan went and played baseball or whatever and gambled but like you know I guess Mike Tyson Mike Tyson is a good example a, example that I like because you know he got uh, if you watch, like, I listened to him on multiple podcasts, and I've seen the Tyson documentary, and I've like watched other videos and stuff, and like he got hypnotized into <clears throat> like just being an amazing boxer. Like they were like all like you eat boxing, you sleep boxing, your life mm-hmm. is boxing, and like you know, and and not, I'm not saying that it was all because of the hypnotism, but like you know, this dude breathed you 
you know, boxing was in his blood, like fighting was in his blood. Wait, he and was like, like physically like someone held a little like pocket I don't know if, watch I mean, in front you know, of him. That might just be like a TV trope with like the little uh, watch, yeah. but like however hypnotism works, you know, um, he got hypnotized and I don't know if that meant that like all he could think about was boxing or what, but um, you know, and then you watch him fight and it's like you're looking at someone who like that was their whole life is boxing and look what can happen. Yeah. You know, he's people, you know, some people think he was the best. I don't know enough about enough about boxing to make a yeah, assessment I mean, like that. But. I mean, he's definitely brought up in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think he had a lot of other stuff going on too. I mean, he had a pretty bad childhood, I think. Yeah. He got bullied for sure. So, I don't know. But, like, that that fueled, you know, the box. All I'm saying is I'm not saying, like, yeah, people can have, like, things happen in their life, but it's not like he was also trying to be a musician while, no, he, while no. he was, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. all his focus was going into this He one had one thing. main focus. You know, he wasn't trying to be a painter and also be the best boxer at the same time. It was like all his focus was on the one thing. So it's definitely cool to branch out. And right now, at this point in my life, like, yeah, I like doing multiple things. I'm trying to figure out what exactly, you know. I think it's tough because, and I know, I think I think you're kind of the same way, but for me, finding that aim mm-hmm. is the hard part because there's so many things I want to do. Mm-hmm. And finding time to do them all is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a cycle where, like, you know, at certain times of the year, I'm doing a lot of like tie dye work, or mm-hmm. certain times of year, I'm just playing music, or certain times of year, I'm you know doing other things. It's kind of like if I if I did focus on one, I'd probably be really great, and so mm-hmm. I'm just pretty average at all of them. Well, and I know what you mean, and also too though, it's like, would you feel if you if you did just focus on one and yes say you became really great at that one thing but would you feel unfulfilled then in those other areas is there something inside you that would be like oh i really like it's still i still want to do this but you know and then it's like if you ignore that that's going to lead to something bad too you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so it's it's tough it's like you really have to fall in love with something it's you know to to pursue it like that cuz if if all these other avenues are still like calling out to you and you're ignoring that you know, I don't think, I don't know. I think that's one of the things, too, you had mentioned when you were working a full-time job. Mm-hmm. It's tough to do everything really you want to do yeah. when you've got a full-time job. Yeah. Um, See, and that's why I was, ta- you know, um, Shane was telling me how there's a student last year, two years ago, who she worked her ass off all summer, you know, was working like 40, 50, 60 hour weeks, 40, 50, 60 hour weeks, and, you know, not really painting that much Okay. over the summer, Yeah. and just not going anywhere, not taking any trips, saving money, not eating out, you know, buying everything cheap, not buying new clothes, just saving all, you know, all the money she could. Yeah. And then when the semester started, she quit her job and didn't work then from 
September to December hmm. and just like painted full time and just put everything into paint because she had finished all of her like you know prerequisite like GER classes yeah, yeah. so she just was taking painting classes so it was like then she just focused you know she had all that money saved up so she rent was paid for you know and then just painted like crazy you know wow um and so then it's like you really have you're really free from distractions and like other obligations and um you know she and and i watched her i remember seeing her work at the beginning of the semester and i was like oh this is you know it's good yeah i wasn't like blown away but it Mm -hmm. was good and then seeing it at the end of the semester, I was like, wow, you know, it got, she got good. Like it yeah. got, it got really, really, really good. And then to see her the next semester after that, you know, I don't know if it was a similar situation with winter break, if she did the same thing, but <clears throat> just to see her, um, to see someone who I knew had some level of dedication mm-hmm. to see them continue to progress. Um, it was amazing. And it was like, you know, you know, just just knowing like what can happen if you really focus. Dedi- dedi- focus and dedicate yourself. And yeah, that's kind of amazing actually to think about that. Even when she wasn't painting, her focus was kind of her aim. Yeah, yeah her aim yeah. was still like you're, she's doing all this so she can paint. Yeah, that's you know? pretty cool. And that's and, and then you think about that. And then you think about, you know, how I just saw her develop in a year and she went from, you know, good to really good to, okay, now I'm really impressed, you know. Um, and then you think about that and then apply that on a bigger scale of, like, her life. Yeah. Dude, it's like if, if someone, so then it's like, you know, that was a year. If someone, anything, music, painting, whatever, if someone, like, dedicates time to something for years and yeah, years and five, years of their 10, life. 20. It's no wonder why, like, you know, the painters that, a, a lot of the painters you hear about are, like, older. You know, they're grown. And yeah. they're like, you know, you don't, you don't ever hear about. Do you think that some of that, though, in terms of the painters you hear about, do you think that they're older because it's taken that long, that time for them to get that good or because it took that them that time to become financially stable enough to focus 100% on their craft um because it sounds like you know let's take that well, same student as like a microscopic level of this she focused for let's say three months to become financially stable so she could spend a year Right, but they're not they're not just getting financially stable when they hit 50 and then they become good. It's like they you know, probably are popping off like late 20s, mid, you know, early mid late 30s. And then I, you know, I just I don't I don't know how much that has to do with like being financially stable. Maybe you could be right, but well, I, I was just I, curious. If I had to guess, if I had to make a semi-educated guess, I would say like it's from all the time spent painting and, and working with their their craft and just getting better and mm-hmm. um, you know I'm sure as time goes you know yeah as time goes on you 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 teach yourself stuff on accident and you know 
Um, you just if you like pay close pay close attention, you can watch your own work develop and change and morph and grow and um, you just you know the more you do it, the more like in touch with yourself you become. Yeah. With the work, I think. Um, yeah. Um, that's a really beautiful thing too. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you been watching uh, Bitcoin? No, I haven't. I'm not a big cryptocurrency guy. Are you? I mean, I'm not, I'm not as educated as I'd like to be on it, but um, I think it. I think it has like certain elements of it make sense to me. Using like, if you like, think about it, like you know for the future or or where it might be and well you know, just like where society and the world's going to be in 10 20 years and you know money's going to change too we got the internet now and like with globalization and stuff and um it's just like elements of it make sense and and if i you know lose the money i invest into it, it's like whatever like it was a risk I was willing to take. It, yeah. ma- it makes sense to me. And, you know, I'd rather, I think I would rather like get on board and then lose money and be like, well, it seems like it was going to be a, a good thing. Yeah. I'd rather have that happen than for me to not get into it. And then it takes off. And then I'm like, damn, I, I really, I wish I would have. Cause yeah. like that, that regret of like, well, what if I would have, that's fair. You I know, think. what if I would have, invested in that and then you know it's like it's 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 better to say yeah oh well then what if um yeah no i think that's fair i think my biggest thing with it is it just seems it almost to me doesn't seem real i mean it's how is it any less real than paper money no i get that um because paper money is pretty much because it's tangible you can go to a certain like ATMs and withdraw Bitcoin and turn it into cash. Huh? Do any countries use Bitcoin as a currency yet? I well, mean, it's the like internet. The, it's as like a the whole yeah. Does. It's like the it, it it has the potential. Well, I don't think Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin is more of like an investment. I think it's like digital gold. Like you wouldn't go to you know Whole Foods and buy your groceries with a little lump of gold. You know that but, would be cool though. It'd be cool, but that's, you know, gold's something you just, like, keep in a safe in your house or something. Yeah. And I think Bitcoin's similar. You just, like, buy it and you just hang on to it. But there's other, you know, forks from Bitcoin, like Bitcoin Cash or, like, Ethereum. It's, like, these are other coins that are designed to, um, you're, like, Dash, you know, digital digital cash. I think that's what it stands for. I think I'm not sure. And either way, that's one that I'm really excited about, and I've been excited about it for a while, I think. Throwing money in all of these, I believe Dash has a lot of potential. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, not like a ton, but I'd rather. I think at this point, I'd rather invest in cryptocurrency than like the stock market. And maybe that's hmm. foolish, like a young, foolish thing to thing to say. But um, I don't that's know. just how I'm feeling. I guess. Yeah. You know. So yeah, there's other like coins that are meant for that will one day maybe be meant for like spending yeah i think okay and this is another like uninformed opinion but i i think like the same way 
all these CBD stores are popping up. Yeah. You know, you know what that is. It's not, it's not like people really are all just like dying to get their hands on CBD. What they're doing is they're just biding their time. Yeah. Putting in the groundwork until, for when when, legalization Exactly. And so I'm, I think like with all these coins popping up, all these, you know, altcoins and whatever, it's like, I think it's just like a matter of time before like a real use for them comes up and then it's like now they're here you know there's one coin called funfair and i i might be wrong but i think um that coin is used for like there's a like online casino okay and it's like you buy you you use you gamble with the funfair Hmm. the funfair coin so it's like you you know you buy this coin and you gamble with it and right now it's worth like what a fraction of a penny Maybe, but like, who knows? What if it goes up to a dollar? But if you throw a hundred bucks at it and it's less than a penny and you get, you know, I'm horrible at math, you get like uh, 10,000 coins. Yeah. And then it jumps to a dollar. Well, now your hundred dollars has turned into 10,000. You know what I mean? And, and it, it, that, that has happened and it does happen, but not, you know, super often. Yeah. And I think the chances of you catching one in that infancy stage you know and then it skyrocketing to whatever it's like the chances are are not t- super high unless you're like in that community and like in that whole crypto world and stuff hmm. um but <clears throat> can we can we go back to something that you yeah. said though i just saw these cbd stores <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i don't think cbd is a bad thing by any no, means i've so. used it it's yeah, fine totally um, doesn't it seem like a lot of these stores and I agree with you I think a lot of them are kind of biding time mm-hmm. but doesn't it seem like a lot of them are just like bleeding money like I don't see anyone going into half of these shops there's like in the area and for those listening we're in the Milwaukee area um, east side east the, side like the yeah so there's maybe like, I can think of maybe three stores that get a lot of the, a lot of probably what you would call the CBD customers. And then I think there's probably tens, maybe hundreds potentially of others that I almost see no one ever go in. So I have two things to say about that. Okay. One is, you know, you don't see people going into the stores, but how long are you standing outside of it to watch? No, that's, you know that's what I mean? fair. So that's there's, fair. there's that. Maybe people are going in, you know, if you're not when you're not around or something. No, that's fair. That's, I, I understand that p- right. possibility. So, so that's it is a possibility. So that's number one. Number two is um, one of my one of my coworkers was in uh, Chicago on the first. Okay. And uh, she said that there were lines. This is I'm. This is something my uh, coworker Abby told me. So she. So she told Abby. Abby told me. Abby, come on the show. Yeah, I already talked to her. All right, Abby, come on the show. And so she said the lines were like down the block, around the corner, around the corner again, around the corner again, and then like going crossing the street. 
So like wrapped around the block and then down. Yeah, no, I. Right? So th- so 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 let's say no one goes into these shops and they're like struggling and they're in the red for like a year, right? It's only a matter of time before Wisconsin legalizes it, and then it, you know if they're in the red for all that time, and then finally they can sell real weed. They could probably get out of the red in like a couple of weeks. And I think there's like a big I, boom at first. I think a lot of them are going to close before that happens. I mean, I think there's going to be the, the big players are going to still be there. And who's funding these places? Well, I don't think the bank gives out loans for. Well, rent isn't cheap, and CBD is. I don't think CBD is like an FDA tested or controlled substance. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that. It's uh, a good question. Who's funding Greta Thunberg? What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, I yeah, have, no, who's funding these CBD places? I have heard, uh, <laughs> I have heard uh, about the long lines in Illinois. I mean, I think they're going to stay long. I also have heard that their supply is very low. Um, I don't. That's one thing I was really wondering is like where... Is, so is the weed getting like flown in? Are they not growing it in Illinois? Are they? I mean, I assume somewhere they must be now. But I mean, I think prior to that, they probably had to bring it in from somewhere. I suppose if it's like an indoor operation, you could just grow weed anywhere you want, right? Uh, can we can we grow can weed grow anywhere or like? Well, legally. Well, no, no. I, I mean, like. Oh, in terms of like the climate. Right. Um. I mean, I think you need a lot more sun. Than probably what we we get. Yeah. What if it's like an indoor? Oh, indoor. I think you could do it anywhere. Okay. So then it could be happening in Illinois. Oh, certainly. But you're not gonna have like fields like in Colorado or. Well, I mean, I've never. Whenever I go to Colorado, I haven't seen any fields per se. Don't they grow outside there? Sometimes, yeah. In California, they get they have pretty good weather for it. I think Hawaii would be a good place for it. I could see Hawaii. I mean, yeah, I've heard what Maui Wowie. <laughs> I've heard good things about Hawaii. Um, Anyways, I don't know. I I think a lot of these CBD stores are kind of taking advantage of people. In what way? Taking advantage? Like selling them snake oil? Kind of. You think? In some ways. I think there's some really reputable companies, and I think there's some that probably aren't the best. I guess that goes for anything, though. There's, um, yeah, there's like two or three brands that I trust, but I don't know. I mean, like Charlotte's Web, I think, is a safe bet. Yeah, I mean, there's good brands. There's good little shops around here. Good Harvest. Uh, shameless plug. I know they don't do anything for me now but i'll still you know they when i went you know shout out to linda first of all yeah shout out to linda i went to i went there to get cbd was it good yeah dude the prices were like way better than fresh time or um it was like almost weirdly cheap like the like the 15 milligram dropper yeah of the oil was like 30 bucks you go 15? Well, I'd like the highest they have possible. I always go for the highest strength. Just, we'll talk after the show. 
No, what's the point of getting CBD if it's just gonna like tickle you? <laughs> what? I want to. I want the full on like. I want to be like paralyzed <laughs> and just like vibrating. <laughs> you better go to Illinois. <laughs> no, we're just talking CBD. All right. We don't condone right. drug use on artists we know. No, we don't. Unless it helps artists we know. <laughs> Some so, artists so, do drugs, they okay? Do, yeah, they know they do. People cannot sure. deny that. They do, they do. Um, so we're, we're not condoning it. We don't suggest it. No. That's not something that I would suggest. But that being said. Anyway, you feel like <laughs> you feel like these CBD stores are taking advantage of people? Are A little take, bit. Are they taking advantage of, like, suburban moms who don't know any better? Or, like, what do you, who, who exactly? Is there anyone in particular you feel like they're taking advantage of? Um... I mean, I think suburban moms could be in that category. And I hate to like. I don't think there's one specific know, group that out. they're taking advantage of. Maybe the elderly. Mm. Mm. I mean, I think there's a lot of these shops that maybe don't have, you know, the quality or the. And maybe they do. I guess I don't know. I haven't been in all of them, but. Um, a lot of these brands that have like weird names. I'm like. Uh, yeah, and they're here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We saw how, um, you know, all those, you know, actual THC carts. Oh yeah. That were you know made on the black market and distributed. Were they making them in Waukesha? You remember um, that? I saw something in Racine. That kid got busted in Racine, I think. Really? Or Kenosha, maybe. I don't know. There but, were some kids in Waukesha who were like filling them with weird shit and. Well, I mean, it, the the weird thing is, like, all the fake ones are the ones that were, like, giving people trouble. Yeah, I had a friend who was like, yeah, I stopped. You know, um, she lives in a state where it's legal. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I stopped getting carts because all these, like, stuff, this stuff was coming out on the news about blah, 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 you know. And I was like, well, I, yeah, I feel like that was, like, from people getting it and, like, on the black market but I understand the skepticism of like yeah I don't want to smoke oil at all until this is figured out that makes sense I think but it I think the reputable people never had an issue yeah it's always been like the second hand or like the you know the black market mm-hmm. and it, it really the people that it hurts the most is the people in states that don't have legal pot I was just gonna say yeah it's it really is the places where you're getting it on the black market that's you know I mean, it's no wonder, well, and Illinois has legal now, but it's no wonder when all those, you know, weird lung diseases that were coming up mm. very rapidly. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I think the first one that I saw publicized, and, you know, I live here, but mm-hmm. was in Wisconsin. Really? Yes. Yikes. Well, yeah, I don't know. Wisconsin is like a place I would expect that, or like Louisiana or something. I don't know. Where else? Wisconsin is that like fringy, like, you know, it's not quite as progressive as like the East Coast you know, or the West no, Coast. No, the West Coast is the, is the most progressive, I think. It's not quite as progressive as the West Coast, but it's not as like, what's the opposite word of progressive? Uh, conservative? Sure. Maybe. It's not or, as conservative as I don't like know. a Southern. I'm not a, 
I'm not a politics person. I don't know what. It's not as like backwards and like you know, um, archaic as like other states like Georgia or like Alabama. You know. Yeah, I don't know what their rules like in are. The, in the middle. Well, I mean, Alabama's had some rules on other things that seemed very barbaric, and you know, so I, I think Wisconsin's like yeah, not quite that bad, but also like not as good as you know yeah like, like oregon is a good example of like a state you know how uh like what wisconsin could like aspire to be maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about i'm not a politician so. um but uh <laughs> yeah you know don't 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 do drugs you're unsure about i wouldn't I wouldn't suggest ever doing. I mean, do what you want to do. But I don't suggest using drugs. And it's funny because people look at me and probably think I do all the drugs. You do, I thought. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I do no drugs. Well, I don't either. So good we're on the same page. <laughs> oh man, what do we even talk <laughs> well, you know, we were supposed to have Grant on today, but Grant, come he, on the show. He's he got he was busy today, so um, we did just roll with the solo. Yeah, first solo, solo show. How do you feel yeah. about it so far? Yeah, please like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> no, how Leave do you our, feel about our first solo? Oh, show? Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I talking. You were asking, you. I thought you were asking the uh, the, the seven people who are going to listen to this. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it's nice to just like talk. Yeah, I agree. You no, know, I, I don't. We if, kind of, if, if no one ever listens to this, we jumped around a little bit, but it's like interesting to listen to different things. I don't want to just like only talk about the same thing. Like only like with Thomas, when we talked about like tinfoil hat, conspiracy <laughs> theories and robots and stuff, it's fun. Yeah. We you know, yeah. got away from the art, but no, I um, agree. I think it's, uh, Stuff like that's going to come up. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Anyway, it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. You seven people. We, um, just as kind of an update here, and I don't know when this episode will air. I can, I can, I brought the cord so I can put it up today. All right. So just as a quick update, we do have a lot of great guests coming up. Yeah, we have, uh, we got a good lineup. Um, Stay tuned. Don't lose hope. Don't, don't give up on us yet. I know we, it's, it's been shaky and it's been, it's definitely been inconsistent. But like we're getting back into a groove. So. Yeah, we do have, um, like I said, some great artists coming up. We are working on expanding to other platforms. So, um, well, if you're listening to this, that doesn't pertain to you. But right. but also to like our 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 uh, presence on Spotify is kind of weird. There's no real like page you can go to. Um, we're t- we're working on fixing all yeah. that. You know, it's good to give like updates too. I think yeah. that's a it's a good call because people are. I mean, you know, there's probably four, three or four people who are wondering. Yeah, you know, yeah. What's there's going a consistent. Well, you and I. And then your coworkers, maybe like a couple of my friends, a couple of your friends, and then maybe like three <laughs> other people who, if you're listening to this and we don't know you. We're very thankful. Yeah, you guys are the OGs of our fans, and uh, you know, hopefully, we get to meet you all one day. We yeah. we got a lot of big plans for the show. Um, we're still kind of in the beginning stages, but 
you know, and we're gonna keep those plans under wraps. Yeah, no, 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 nothing, bit. nothing yet. Um, but um, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, thank you. And um, when more information, you know, becomes available, we'll tell you guys about that. But uh, this is Kyle. This is Aiden. Uh, thank you guys for listening, yeah, and uh, see you next time. Yep. Thank you.